Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Eric, and this is episode 302 of the Hung Up Podcast. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and now you can find it on Spotify. That's right. So if you are a Spotify user or if you prefer to use that platform, make sure you find me. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Your feedback lets me know how I'm doing, if you guys are liking the show, what you're getting out of it. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Speaking of which, the show just got two new five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. So I'm hung up. Thank you. Don't forget, y'all, you can call into the show and leave your review or whatever you want. (laughs) And I just might play it during the show. The phone number to call into the show is 484-578-9992. So this week I got quarantined with my two faves, educator Sterling Grimes and podcaster Marquise Richards. Both of these guys are really dope and they're doing really big things in Philly and well, throughout the country, (laughs) not just Philly. We sit down and talk about the current climate with COVID-19, how's it impacted their lives, and also the lives of the people that they know. So I hope you enjoy. Check it out. Welcome to the show, black male educator, equity practitioner, and empowerment speaker, Sterling Grimes, and also public speaker, social media, and content strategist, and podster. He is the host of This American Negro, and he is also the co-host of Dear Reading, along with Brie, Marie, and Daquan. Marquise Richards, hey. welcome to the show, you guys. Thanks for having What's me. Up? Welcome to episode 302. Okay, 302. I get it, the two, the twins. I, I see your mind. <laughs> well, it, it literally is episode 302. I, I got that, but we got to make it about us. <laughs> I got you. The Virgos. It's nice. Did you know? It's just us and Beyonce out here. That part, honestly and truly. <laughs> Period. Billy Porter graces our birthday sometimes. Okay. <laughs> be the, the 20th. <laughs> I love it. And I love Virgos. Like, they're always the best. We try. Honestly and truly. At least to me. You know, some people talk shit. They really did, because my co-host definitely called me messy earlier. So, you know, the Virgo's the messiest of the signs. Ooh, I said... Ooh, they're Martin. They're the Pisces. messiest mm. of the signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She went. She tried it. She did. It was Brie. That's not. Well, I, <laughs> oh, so you, you call it? You you snitching? You? I you. was. It's on Twitter. It's public knowledge, so I don't know if it's snitching. Like she tried it. Oh, so on the show? She did. Okay, I got you. I got you. I'm not all the way caught up. 
Oh, it's okay. But no, no, no. She said it on She tweeted it out today. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, because gotcha. we just like announced which each of our co-host signs were, and they were just like, oh, that's a, that's a ghetto. So, <laughs> I really said a mouthful when I introduced you both, so I just want to make sure that I put the respect on your name. Um, so, individually, uh, first it was Sterling Grimes. Um, black male educator, equity practitioner, and empowerment speaker. And again, it was Marquise Richards. He is a public speaker, social media and content strategist, and podster, like I said. So both both of you, thank you. Welcome to the Hung Up Podcast. Thank you. I'm hung up on both of y'all. So I really appreciate y'all for being here. For Thanks for having us. <laughs> so, would you like to introduce yourself? I know yeah. I did, but I, I you know, yeah, I, I, could, I give you the floor right now. Put the, put the spice on it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Sterling G. Um, definitely Black Male Educators is, I think, a, a huge part of me. So, originally from Maryland, PG County, what up? Uh, I graduated from the University of Maryland and moved to Philadelphia to start teaching 10 years ago. Uh, so I've, my entire career is based around education. Uh, I spent eight years in the classroom and then got convinced to leave the classroom to join a startup that was working in support of black women educators. Mm-hmm. So I spent the last two years doing that, kind of building a profile, starting to put some, some roots in the ground in terms of real uh, impactful work that would help out black men in classrooms, mm-hmm. running schools. Uh, and I recently transitioned out of that role and took a new leap into the entrepreneurship space. Uh, so I am now the, the CEO. Thank you, thank you. The CEO of the Grimes Firm, LLC. Uh, it's my own. So dope. Thank yes. you. Uh, project management <laughs> and uh, consulting firm focused on educational equity. Um, and so I'm, you I'm using working. this word. I'm trying, I'm trying, man. You know, we got a lot going on. Uh, but I use this word equity practitioner, these, these words, it's two of them actually. Um, because like consultant never really feels like the right thing in education, you know, I feel like a lot of people mm. are very much like, I'm a consultant because I, you know, get mad guap for talking about schools while not actually like doing the work. Mm. Um, for me, it was important that I stay connected to classrooms. Even when I left, I made sure every year that I came back as a guest teacher uh, to the old school I used to teach at to make sure that I was actually able to stay. I do this work every day. I can speak from the experience of a teacher. I'm not just somebody on the outside getting paid better to talk about the the stuff they go through thank god because we need more of that look true parents everywhere right now are realizing just how much we're worth so call your senator call your congressman no that is real and let them know we need a new education bill asap like that's crazy so yeah that's me um i spend most of my time focused on Education broadly, but particularly black education. Um, outside of that, you know, I'm an uncle. Cool, Shout Uncle Sterby. Uncle, uncle Sterby out here. Um, that's why I'm broke. Um, but I love you guys. Your nephew is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's most of my life. You know, you know, running around for the frat every once in a while. You know, the good brothers of AFIA. Here and there. Um, every every once in a while, you know, we do a little something. For uplift, you know. But yeah, that's me. I'm Speaking gonna... of which, I need to check in with you to see if you got that stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got you. I'm crying. <laughs> sharing secrets on the show. Secrets don't make friends. No, it's like work. I'm like, yeah, it ain't. I assigned him a task. Scholarship committee went up. I need things done. Yes, sir. Listen, before the show, you heard about me turning over tables. You, you, know, you know what? You right. I don't be playing. You know, I don't want to see that side. Don't fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when you sent that to me, that that's been me though, running this committee. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not. I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here for it. Mm-mm. I'm not here for it. But who else? To put in charge, but someone who's like can handle it. You know what I'm saying? But also let people know, like, like you said, don't fuck with me, fellas. Jesus was not my first time. He wasn't about it, so I get it. (laughs) He sure did, and beat them out that temple. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so even he, you know, Jesus was teaching us these lessons in the biblical times. So come on, catch up, work with me. And Marquise, I like to call you Keys. Keys is fine. Keys is perfect, actually. You know what I mean? All these great things. You're a public speaker, social media, and content strategist. Yee. And, of course, Podster, This American Negro, and Dear Redding. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Uh, is this the introduction part? Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> no, I know. I was like, oh fuck, because you know, as a podcaster, I'm also just like, all right, where we at? Like, <laughs> it's all good. I'm crying. Um, but yeah, yeah no, like good. I said, my name is Marquise. Um, what social media and content consultant, um, podcaster, public speaker, which has been really cool, getting more paid opportunity to speak at different places, particularly on like race equity diversity and inclusion and what that looks like a lot of it's like how do we dismantle white supremacy and i'm like uh, that's all it's not God covered damn. in an hour and a half conversation i was about to say yeah right what a task. <laughs> i said that's 400 years plus some like yeah. that's a lot yeah um but yeah no that's where i'm at my day-to-day i work in the after school space so um i do a lot of stuff in social media podcasting media um and that kind of space right now i'm working out of a high school where we're focusing particularly on like infusing hip-hop culture education and entrepreneurship into one space um and helping high school students kind of figure out what that looks like but then also doing like college success work and i there's a lot of other things that i do like <laughs> but now i'm here in yeah, philly and yeah. it's, it's been a, been here since august you stay busy uh, all the time got to it's a good thing because both of you what what you have in common is like you're busy but in an impactful way yeah that's at the core of my work that i do like Like always if y'all not following them on the grams and the instas and the twitters you don't know what you're missing out on these two these two men are (laughs) (laughs) bitch i pop on just make smile (laughs) here's some food all right bye (laughs) y'all well i appreciate y'all being here of course thanks for having us yeah we appreciate it so in an effort to just kind of like get to know y'all better and warm up for the conversation that we're gonna Mm -hmm. have we're gonna do a little icebreaker let's do it all right so you know these are kind of like fire fire questions so you gotta you know just say the first thing that comes to mind all right so how we gonna do this is both of y'all 
I guess you just both can just throw your answers out. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So when it comes to peanut butter, you like creamy or extra country? Extra country. country. I said. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know, Wait, know you. What? I feel like I said extra extra country. <laughs> is that a flavor? Oh no, we knew. No. Crunchy. Crunchy. <laughs> Crunchy is what I it's meant. Important. And y'all both said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need some texture, like. Yeah, because that's just weird. If I just got done cussing on my roommate like about that creamy. Like what? That's weird. You're. I could not eat just like a. I mean, I can't. I've done it. Eat regular peanut butter. I would much what? rather have crunchy. Because you got to get that crunch is important to like eat because the bread is already soft. Yeah, so like texture. that crunch is texture just like is ooh, everything in food. Nice little God. surprise. We do not appreciate texture enough. That's why I mean I that's true. I mean creamy I peanut butter is a texture. It's just not something that you. It's favor, not a preferred though. texture. Yeah. You know that's yeah. more yeah. of an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> like that's so, why apples and peanut butter work because you have the like creamy and the crunchy like the texture along with the flavors. Like I think that's a critical component. So. So what about like because some people like. To slice bananas and put it on there, which is a completely different texture. How do you do? You ever put bananas on yours? I've had bananas and peanut butter. Yeah. Like okay. Banana peanut butter sandwiches. Not bad. Yeah. I still want something, so I prefer the crunchy peanut butter still. Yeah. I like to put it in the oven for like eight minutes. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. Give it a nice. Um, first of all, you know, you get everything like warm and kind of gooey. Right. And that's just like beautiful. That's that, that's just like that's ooey, ooey. Oh, that's that's, that's it. That's that's like the, ooey, and the ooey. bread is you know to, a little ooey, little ooey. toasty. You know, like not too much. Okay. You want that? Ooey, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you want that ooey gooey? <laughs> get it, boy. Get <laughs> 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 that. Mm-hmm. I love how we go from talking about <laughs> black excellence into ooey gooey. Black butter ooey gooey. Yeah. This is. But uh, this is what y'all in for duality. tonight, so I love it. Duality. Look at okay. that, too. Exactly. Duality. Balance. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> All that. Um, Mariah or Whitney? Whitney? Mm-hmm. Whitney. Sing the okay. fuck out of Whitney. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's really that's it. it is. I, will, yeah. I will get out there with Whitney in a way that I don't do as consistently with Mariah. I don't have the vocal agility of Mariah, but I, if you want me to belt some shit or try to do a good falsetto, I'm hitting them notes. Yeah, because Mariah has all the octaves. Yeah, I mean, we but we've also yeah. heard, mm-hmm, and we but we we've also heard. I mean, Whitney did that too. Oh, she has yeah. the range. Let's not. Let's and not she think. could. And she she was very good at whistling too. Yeah, but I know her for her belts. Yeah. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. let me get that full voice because in the shower I am Whitney. Whitney is me. Yeah, I have I have to agree, Whitney. Twitter or Instagram. Twitter. Instagram. I knew he was going to be Twitter. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we're going to not agree on this one. So, you said Twitter? Keys? Yeah. Okay. And Instagram. Yeah. Why? I'm, although I'm moving that way, the more <laughs> fuck shit I see on like, there. You, it's so funny. Twitter is oh my God. trapped, and you're like, an hour's went by. Oh, <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, right now, I like Instagram for the sort of, like, multi-feature. Like, I can do the quick IG story stuff. I can see the very curated, classy picture stuff. But um, yours is very funny on your stories too. Like we use our stories really, in two different ways. I'm and like your your like... shit is entertaining. <laughs> like, how much of the stories do y'all watch? Because for me, I have like people that I I will watch their stories. Yeah. But it's just like it becomes this impossible task of watching. And 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 some people's stories are like 
really long. Yeah, my job I mean, was hella long today. I don't like, bitch, yeah, through my entire shit right now. It's just pictures of gratitude. <laughs> like, that's it. It's yeah. like, that's for me. That's not for everybody. Yeah. That's real. That's yeah. Real. But, like, I sit down and I watch Sterling's story because I'm just like, mm, I wonder what this bitch is up to. Okay. But also, like, <laughs> he's very funny on his shit, too. I look forward to the little comics he puts up. <laughs> so I, I read yeah. those. Your, your videos are really funny. <laughs> So stuff like Do y'all that. have close friends on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I use it occasionally. I don't use close I don't friends a lot. Like, if I'm, I feel like if it's if I gotta do that, I probably shouldn't even be putting it on social media if it's that deep. Yeah, I just told people like there my client times... I was working with, and I signed an NDA, so that's why I stayed on the close friends. <laughs> that's real. That's real. You know what? You know there are times where I want to post things, and I'm thinking, hmm, I would only want like my close circle friends yeah. Yeah. Like, I gotta make a so I can friend. see the <laughs> use of part. it I can definitely see the use of it for real for real okay um, despite the outbreak right now you still down to Netflix and chill yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... tell me more <laughs> I love how y'all both answered that look if, if, if our social distancing plans make sense together I'm let's cool just with it. do it like I'm only doing certain things. Like tomorrow, I'm I'm gonna go hand out breakfast and lunch at the school I'm working at right now. Like I'm okay with that. I'm not gonna be around people who I know are either like immunocompromised themselves or are in close proximity to others. Like, yeah. So it's like if if your circle and my circle are making sense right now from what we know, I'm alright with a little something. Right. Um, okay. It's not like we're gonna be breathing on each other the whole time. The I whole mean, time. Like I don't some need, of the time. I don't need, some of the time, but most of the time I don't need your face in my face. There's other okay. things we can do. Okay. Okay. Like, your face got other, other uses. So not only are you down for Netflix and chill, like, you know, you down for a little, little something strange for a piece of change. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm ready. A little something. Quarantine or not, the show must go on. Look, that, that, that gooey, ooey gooey. You know what? I got what? that ooey gooey, ooey gooey. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about y'all ready? Look, yes, meanwhile, whole time, ready. Look. <laughs> All right, next question. Have you had an authentic Philly cheesesteak? And if you have, from where? Max's. Max's. Delisandro's. Ugh, mm-hmm. love Delisandro's. Yeah, I'm a Delisandro's guy. My bodega is fire. Oh, word. Okay. It, Wait, right by you? The one right down the street from me? It's right there. Oh, on Dolphin. Right there? Yeah, on Dolphin. Oh, snap. There's a, you, yeah, if you yeah, come yeah. down there, you drive by all the time. Come on, Dolphin. Do- Stop, because I always pronounce my A's like O's instead of like I's, so they're just like, Marquise, what did you just say? I said, bitch, shut up. <laughs> like, chocolate, like, <laughs> Okay, really? Okay, come on, sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. it. Um, but yeah, no, my thing, come in, and he knows exactly how I like it, too. I say, salt, pepper, ketchup, mayo, uh-huh. and then he puts the onions in it, and I do the hot peppers, and I do pickles on the after. Type John. You have an involved sandwich. Wow. One is very involved. Wow. I can go for the very simple, like salt, pepper, ketchup, mayo, and call it a day. Fun fact: if you throw a little bit of mustard on it, it sets it off just a little differently. But that's usually better than chicken cheesesteaks versus. But mm-hmm. that's isn't that, that not? I don't think that's a Philly cheesesteak. I the thought chicken? a Philly cheesesteak was just like fried onions, ketchup, and that's it. I always thought. Oh. I mean, they always taught us, you know, like. Whiz with that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I'm never been a fan of the, the whole like cheese whiz concept. But I'm like, no, no, thank you. Fried onions, salt, pepper, ketchup, done. Yeah, that's what I want. I do but salt, like, pepper, ketchup, mayo. Okay, I the, ma- the ketchup. See, mayo I feel like the fries. mayo is like 
so uh, added something extra to the Philly recipe. But then again, look, I'm not from Philly, so I, I don't want to I'm going. not even going to hold. The cheesesteaks, like, here are very bare. Like, the ones in my hometown. Yeah, yeah. I go to Joe, Mike and Joe's. What comes on that? Let me tell you. Is that more like a, a cheesesteak hoagie, though? Because it has more things on it? Is that like how the, we're going to do Lettuce, tomato, mayo kind of I think that's how they, like, like differentiate oh, the two. A lot more. Because oh. you can so get... Usually on the menu, I'll see, like, cheesesteak, and then I'll see cheesesteak hoagie. Well, yeah, that's why I, like, I, I like always do the, at my hometown, when I go get it, I get the cheesesteak, I put on the salt, pepper, ketchup, mayo, but then I also do the banana peppers, which sets it off for me, and then you do the pickles on top of it, but you usually eat it off with a fork, and then you eat the rest of the sandwich gotcha. that way, because they overfill it on purpose. Oh. Yeah, so that's what... When I think of a cheesesteak, I'm thinking about the mm. a big ass joint where you have to like scoop it first before you can actually pick it up and eat it. Yeah, like the proper Because it's so person. it's stuffed. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> stuff. when's the last time y'all had a cheesesteak? Do you know? Last year. Last year? Look, at, at my age, what? that is not a Come consistent <laughs> investment you? we can make. <laughs> no, oh, definitely not. But last year though. Yeah, usually I have like one in the summertime. Like, somebody will come visit, and they're like, yo, can we go get Damn, a steak? Really? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Just one a year? I think about it. I mean, I drive by Max's all the time. I have, I would say, also, I like, eat. That line, ain't nobody trying to stop and be like, okay, let me drive I 45 eat. minutes to get this sandwich. Three or four a year. You said three or four cheesesteaks a year? Yeah. Oh, oh no! That one at my bodega. You be, job, you hit the like, spot up. weekly. I just got home and it was a late day at work. He said, "Oh no." <laughs> that oh, that, that used to be a weekly thing, but I'd be feeling bad about myself after. I'm just like, this just weighed my entire body down, which means I will be going to sleep right after. Yeah, yes. it definitely has an impact on your on your body. Look, you, you get lazy. Like I don't plan on having productive night if I eat a cheesesteak. Yeah, it's a wrap basically. Yeah. All right, next question. Is the ideal bay a top, verse, or bottom? Verse. Oh. What the fuck? Are y'all like these evil twins tonight? <laughs> I mean, there's some, just... there's some ways we're on, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> so, why verse? Why not? Yeah. Mm. Like, there's more to it. Like, you get to both have fun. Like, you want to receive it. the energy. Literally. You want to give the energy. Like, <laughs> yeah. How does that like? It's oh, so fun. you like to. Sometimes so I get bored. Is it like? <laughs> Just you, like have your way. Is it flipping or is it like a schedule of? It's your night. It's my night. Or or, or whatever. There's the potential is to... for that night. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it can go either way. Yeah. Oh yeah. well. Truly. Which I haven't done yet. I will say. Oh, I'm very I much have. interested in. It is in a fun that. time. The thing is, like, you gotta catch me before I pass go. Okay. And collect my money. My two hundred dollars. That's it. Because once cash that happens, <laughs> cash me out, Shadi. I'm I'm out. Gotta go. So be careful. Okay. Be careful. <laughs> we have to shut it down for a minute. <laughs> and be like, we went out, have an intermission. Turn the lights up. Go and get you some more refreshments. Honestly, whatever yeah, you need. Yeah. I'm I'm with the verse life too. You know, y'all y'all know that from listening to the show. Last question. Blue cheese or ranch dressing with your wings? Ranch. Blue cheese. Ooh. Ranch. Well, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have a, okay. Yep. okay, okay. I think I prefer ranch, 
But every now and then, I can do some blue cheese. Yeah, I mean, it, really all, like having it, it truly depends chunks. on the flavor. That's true, because not like, all like, blue too. cheeses and ranches are made the same. No, so there is a Back spectrum, a different. wide spectrum. Like, there is places, like, if I go to a certain place, I know I'm getting ranch because I don't like the consistency of their blue cheese. And yeah. Some, things are too, mm-hmm. some ranches are too runny. Like, I like to have more of a thicker kind of texture to it but gooey, it's gooey. You, yeah usually for my hot wings though but if i'm doing like barbecue wings i'm definitely doing the ranch and barbecue because i'm jumping mm. fire. yeah if that's Lito's something you ever need to do that's the best ranch like who Lido's pizza yes gotcha. their ranch yeah, yeah. i've had baby yeah oh and it's homemade too give it to me all right we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back with the check-in Hey y'all, the Hung Up Podcast theme song was created by hip-hop activist, teacher, and producer Shane, also known as Pharaoh. You can find him on Instagram at Pharaoh, that's P-H-A-R-H-O. Now let's get back to the episode. Alright, we are back, and I'm here with Keith and Sterling. What up? Hello again. So I usually, I, I like to start each show with a check-in. How you guys doing? Who wants to first start? Time? I went first last time. I'll let All you right, go this time. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I've actually been, just even from today, I was very productive, um, which, which was really nice. So had two calls one was for an event i'm working on in come september um and so it was just really good because i was in a space to ideate again and that's definitely what i've needed um so i used the first couple days of this quarantine um (laughs) to kind of just let it like um reset myself so Mm -hmm. just all of that kind of stuff and getting all the rest that i needed i'm using today as just a space of productiveness and just figuring out what next steps look like so i've just been in a really good spot but anytime i get to work or do something in the creative space i just kind of i blossom in that kind of energy um and i don't know i'm in like a weirdly optimistic mood today like i was sitting there and i like cackled and i was like wow that felt good so i just put up a bunch of pictures of like gratitude and people that i appreciate and just some pictures of me smiling because someone reached out to me today was just like Honestly, every time I see you smile and dance on your story, like that just gets me through. So I was just like, well, yes. if this helps one person, then hopefully that helps. It was just like a lot of your laugh is infectious kind of thing. So it was cool to know. Like my philosophy has always been like if I can laugh at least once a day, like I had a good day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was kind of nice to kind of see that people were responding to that because um, they've all been stressed about everything else. So I think that's so true. You yeah. know, people do respond to positivity and seeing that because I think so often we see so many negative things on social media that it is nice to it's like a breath of fresh air when you when you see that positivity Mm -hmm. and you see someone being happy um because we need that yeah yeah I was out here trying to express gratitude to everybody but what I realized was we don't have many pictures together yeah I was thinking about it I think about that more and more now, especially with the separation of everybody now, of just like, when are we going to be in that space to like, I guess we'll get into this more later in the episode, yeah. but um, when I was going through my images and stuff, I was like, I don't have pictures of me, you and Sterling, Ray, and everybody else that we like hang out with, 
like together so mm. i was like mm, this gotta change but it's also like when we're in the moment we're not thinking about that kind of stuff so i'm yeah. just like but i think this quarantine quote quote unquote has shifted a lot of things or made us realize a lot of things yeah um as a society as a world and you know like you said we'll we'll get more mm-hmm. more into that sterling how are you i'm cool i'm cool um had my therapy session today um, over video conference, which was really, really smooth, actually. Tell me dog space. Um, so, like, you can really, you can really thrive out here if you need to. Like, there, are, we are blessed with those mechanisms. Um, and apparently, like, the mindsets that I've been carrying are the kinds of things that one should do in these situations anyway. Don't get caught up in, in the the panic of the uncertain. Like, kind of live in the moment as much as you can and recognize what you do have, that I do have security in many of the, the sort of tangible ways that a situation like this threatens. Uh, so so that was reassuring that I'm kind of grounded in that way, I think. Um, and I also got to cook a little bit, um, tried a recipe for some New Orleans style bread pudding. Yeah, that's what um, Which was that pretty was decent. Fire. Okay, thank you. I know thank you're not you. going to give yourself my... the most before you critique yourself. <laughs> this is my first time, so there's definitely some improvements that need to be made, but. It was good. It was, I think, a, for a first try, okay. and I was, you know, eyeballing with the ancestors. Like, <laughs> it, they, they did me right, let me tell you. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull back on the orange zest a little bit, but. It was a tasty dish, and I'm already like, ooh, how can I make this, you know, like, variations for breakfast? Um, because you enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's a good place it, for It me. does something for you. Yes, indeed. And what is that place? It kind of lets me separate myself from the day-to-day, the, the reality of my situation. So, for me, my insecurity is primarily felt through finances. So, until I am debt free like until my student loans are gone there's always going to be this like specter that will just kind of never leave my head you know no that is what so true for a lot of men and i actually saw this on twitter about a week ago i was just like the reason why it's very difficult to date men is because like a lot of our security lies in our financial stability yeah. where we are financially um goals that we achieved or haven't achieved attempted or attempted and failed like Mm -hmm. all of those things we kind of take into play um when we're entering into or deciding to enter into like serious relationships yeah so it's really interesting that you said that so i'm because you definitely like fall into that category with a lot of us that that financial financial security means something to you yeah my bread pudding was decent. I know where I want to go with it. <laughs> uh, me and the D shit that matters. Yes. Right. Talk through my mental shit for a bit and 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 make sure we we good for a few weeks. Yeah. So it's that one thing you can always have control over. I know what my food's gonna turn out to be. Okay. But like this I existential mean, crisis ain't it. <laughs> so right now, at least get a good plate and know like, yup, I'm enjoying. It. Okay. Yo. <laughs> That's really dope. That's really dope. So. Again, for me, like the financial part, I, I can relate to you on because you know a lot of you know the things that I've been going through for the past year. So I really felt like a lawyer, my own lawyer, 
and defending myself for really this past year um, in a situation that involved the government, um, some money that my dad received when I was a kid, but he got it in my name. And they were coming after me for that money for a year. And, you know, I was paying a lot of money every month for a year. And in that time, I was appealing. I was showing up in person for meetings. I was calling. I was reaching out to my congressman's office. I was, you know, getting trying to get help from people in the brotherhood. And, and thank God for the brotherhood, if it wasn't for my Philly family, um, not just the fraternity, but, you know, really my friends, those are the people that really held me up during this time, because it's, it's really been a struggle, you know, not just dealing with all of that, but the damage that it, it has done to my relationship with my father, um, that's something else that I'm dealing with. You know, and it's and it's been really it's been really hard, and so recently this all kind of just like came to it, uh, and and I finally got some resolve to the situation. So it's ironic that in the mass in in the midst of all this <laughs> pandemonium about this virus and quarantine and social distancing, whatever you want to call it, um, I'm actually at peace for the first time in a long time, or, you know, or at least finding that peace because it's been a long time. It's been a really long time. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's really where I'm at. And that's what I wanted to say for my check-in. I'm glad you're getting there, bro. You deserve that. We all deserve that. that yeah. So we good when I check in. Is there anyone that you are hung up or hanging up? So I posted this earlier on my Insta story for the show, and I don't think people really un- understood or really got it. Um, and I, I asked, I said, are, is, are you hanging up on anything this week or are you hung up? This is something that P. Ryan and I used to do mm-hmm. uh, when he was on the show. You know, every every episode we would end with, we were either hung up on someone, meaning like we a fan, we standing, we 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 in love, we we feeling it, whatever it is, we vibing with it. Or it was the opposite. We were hanging up on someone or something, meaning. You over that shit, you not feeling it, you not vibing with it. And that's something that I really want the listeners and the guests to be a part of. Like, because that's really really the theme and the and a mm-hmm. part of the brand of the show. So before we end the check in segment, is there anything or anyone that you are either hung up or hanging up on? Ooh. Hmm. I'm hung up on some of my brothers, um, we had initiation this past weekend, um, and our chapter brought in 13 new brothers, which is the biggest number of guys we've ever brought in on the line in 
the modern era of our chapter. Um, so right. a, a big moment in lots of ways. Right. Uh, and in the last few days since they became brothers, I've just seen so many of their pro fights just lean in with words of wisdom, welcoming them, literally saying like, welcome brother, we love you. All the stuff that I always wanted to feel like I had in a brother, somebody who was going to embrace me, show me the way, commit to like being, me, being there with me and for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, that, like that's what I'm here for. And we are, we are building that and we're doing it. So I'm super excited about what we can do as a brotherhood, the real impact we can actually like create for communities. Like we, we can do, we have so much potential. God, it's, mm-hmm. so I'm just really excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stop rapping, but. No, yeah, that's, that's I'm super up. hung up on the bros right now. That's what's up. So you hung up on the bros. Yeah. What about what about your keys? Are you hung up? Are you hanging up? Uh, I would say it can be a thing. Yeah. Because I'm hung up on opportunities right now. Okay. Mm. Tell us yeah. more. Um, nah, because it was more so like I gained an opportunity um to do some more instructional work in the equity space and like what does it look like when you instruct people and stuff yeah um but that really just came out of a space of me having to kind of get over my imposter syndrome when i was sitting in the room because i'm just like no i know how restorative practices look when you're dealing with black and brown kids but how do i like do that without fully challenging the instructors the people who are talking to training us essentially Mm -hmm. and not coming off as like am i being too arrogant i found that kind of happening throughout the day where i was just like "Mm, did i come off too aggressive oh should i tone my should i police my tone a little bit more like should i do this when i'm challenging and saying hey can you look at it from this kind of perspective because i'm much more blunt than that (laughs) yeah in these spaces where i'm just like no like this i think we're missing it from this end Mm -hmm. or i think you should put lean into what this concept is a little bit more um, and from that, it was just like my discomfort with the way people throw out like restorative justice and restorative practices, but don't know what this actually looks like in practice. Um, so we can talk theoretical, but when I did that, I kind of had to be like, all right, positive syndrome, let me hop over you real quick. Yeah. Um, and really just talk my shit, and that kind of talk opened me up. Shit. Yeah, because yeah. I had to. Yeah. Um, but it was really just like during that training that it was just like, oh, we would love to see you in Oakland. Did you ever think about going to the West Coast? Kind of thing like that. Um, so just knowing that that was already a verbal, like, hey, we need you kind of thing. Um, it just kind of reminded me a little bit more of just knowing like in all facets of my life so far, um, it's all been opportunity to move up in the organization or brand that I'm a part of, which has been like super cool. So I'm trying to think of like, I have the good problem of like weighing out like what do I want to do after or how can I make both of these things work at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to be in that space and that just seems into any content that I'm creating in the future, upping production, knowing next things that I want to do. So today was really like a big culmination of like, damn, I have opportunities that I can choose from, which is cool. Damn. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, here hung up on these opportunities and the brothers. Oh, on the brothers. I'm I'm just gonna snowball. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hung up on us, you know, as a as you know as a people as a community. This is a um, unique time, (laughs) (laughs) and some of us are you know impacted in different ways, and and that's what we'll talk about for our topic. But I'm just hung up on us um, being there for each other, 
um, being resilient, being strong. Um, some folks are out of work right now and that's really impacting their household and their families. And I'm just hung up on us as a community and as a family for just keeping each other and checking in on each other because, you know, we all can be there for someone else in a different way. You know what I mean? It's not, it may not be money. It may not be food. It may not be shelter. It may not be clothing. Like we all have different things that we can give and offer people. So I'm, I'm just seeing that a lot and I'm, and I'm hung up. Like, I, re- I really appreciate that. That's what's up. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. Yeah, we pretty lit. I ain't gonna hold. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> Y'all couldn't see the gang sign. <laughs> Y'all couldn't see it. Y'all couldn't see it. All right, so we're gonna take a quick little break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna get into how this quote-unquote um, quarantine or social distancing has impacted us. Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back, y'all. I just wanted to take a quick second to thank you all for listening. I watch the stats, I see who's listening, and I appreciate it, you all. So if you haven't done it already, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show. And don't forget, you can also call into the show, leave a message. I might just play it during an episode. The phone number to call in is 484-578-9992. I'm hung up on all y'all for listening. Let's get back to the episode. And don't nobody want to take that virus to their house. And I wipe my children backpack down when I got them out of school. Sure did, gave them gloves. Sure did. I wipe my children backpack down when I got them out of school. Wipe my children backpack down. Backpack down when I got them out of school. Backpack down when I got Sure did. Hey, so we are back with Sterling and Keith. And before we close the show out, talk about how this social distancing has impacted you, whether that be from like a professional standpoint or personal or, or both. Yeah. Um, so my professional and my personal is education. Uh, three days a week, I'm a guest teacher at a school in West Philly. And so with schools being closed right now because of you know virus precautions, I'm now thinking about what that means for my kids, you know. Schools do so much more than just classes. Like, yes, you're there to matriculate through, get your diploma, go on to the next step, but schools are also for nutrition, schools are also for counseling, for mm. social services, for life coaching and therapy and positive interaction and structure and so us not having that space is now an equity issue it's Mm -hmm. now a a health and wellness issue Mm -hmm. physically socially emotionally psychologically you know all of those pieces kind of come into what it means to not be in school and so i think the virus is really going to start to one Indicate, indicate to people just how critical education is and how much educators do in a day for our kids, yeah. mm. uh, which yeah. hopefully then sparks a different dialogue and different policy implications uh, in terms of how we value teachers in the marketplace, how we support their development, how we approach the profession, 
sort of ends as part of like the ethos of our nation. Um, and then I also think it, it's it's going to give us a really hard look at the the sort of meaning of of like service work. Yeah. Like we're we are building humans, and that has to be about way more than the nitty gritty of teacher unions and way more than the standardized test stuff. Like those pieces are important components to certain degrees, but we have to also recognize that we are quite literally developing people. And if we do not think about the profession in that way and prepare our educators in that way and treat them that way, we're gonna continue seeing the quote unquote social ills that we talk about every generation. We build them ourselves because we don't treat the people who are responsible for supporting those stages of life like the professionals they should be. Mm-hmm. We pave the ground and goal for doctors and lawyers. Teachers should be in that same echelon. Those should be the three things that are like, we're going to bring you life, keep yeah. you alive. We're going to help you become a better human. We're going to make sure that you understand how to operate in this society and protect you from it. That's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, like, even for me kids? in the same space, like, if we're just talking about day to day, like, I'm in the after school space, so my students come to me and they're just like, well, this is my one hot meal for the day. I'm coming to debrief with you on what the rest of this day look like because you're the only black face I see in my school um, kind of thing from like an educator standpoint. Um, so, yeah, no, even for me, we're just all th- reworking just like, what does this mean? Do we do like virtual after school sessions so they still get that individual and that unique experience because we don't do stuff that they have to be forced to do in the classroom. So I get to be in the space where I can teach them, like, here are the relevant things of adulting before you have to get there. So we're teaching our students, like, our theme is, like, culture to commerce. So they're getting entrepreneurship skills. They're getting mental health skills. They're going to be in the spaces where we're having these conversations about social justice that they might not get during their day-to-day, especially for me with high school students. But it's also just understanding that people also, like, I was also the kid who stayed in school all day because I didn't want to go home, Mm -hmm. too. So it's also that reality of just, like, this is where they get their homework help. This is also where they go to still get away, where they can choose to be there to get away. Sometimes you're at school and you're just like, ugh, I'm going to be here. But sometimes, a lot of times students stay because of the extracurriculars and what does the safety look like yeah. for us, but it extends that time away from being home. Um, so for me, it's just been a little bit more of like, especially as we were building bonds, because I, I moved to a new school, um, what is that going to look like when we come back? Because we were already giving them a unique experience. Like, I had a dad come to me and say, I don't think you realize, like, how important you are. Mm-hmm. Like, you opened up a space for my son that I've never seen him open up to. Wow. And so for me, I was sitting there, I was just like, hmm. Like, there's still value to that. Um, and then it also just, the with the quarantine and stuff, it's also been, like, stressful because for me, too, um, well, I'm technically a non-essential staff member. So in this kind of space, they're just like, well, we can't keep paying you if you're not doing your after school mm-hmm. program at school. We can't, we're not going to keep paying you if like you're not even making more than 20 hours, like you're expendable. So it really put me in a place of just like, oh, I don't have job security the way I felt as if I did, especially just doing more like freelance entrepreneur stuff. Like that's still my regular source of income where sometimes freelance the money comes as the opportunities come and so as those opportunities are now dwindling because i missed out on a couple speaking engagements it's now also looking at this part of my job and they're just like well we not we may not be able to pay you and they saw a different side of marquis mm. 
last Friday because they looked at I looked at them and I said, now y'all are bugging. Because like, that's your livelihood. Right. And that's what I was explaining. I said, at the end of the day, we're also the lifeblood. We're the lifeline to this entire thing. I said, I'm the one. My team is still outperforming every single other staff member who's been here for the last two to five years. I've been here for eight months. And you already see what a program should look like. You know what this should be. You're asking me tips on how to run your program type thing like that. So I said, if that's really how you value your lowest paid employee, that says more than enough for me. That I don't want to even be here. Yeah, that I don't even want to be here. So I was just like, the thing, and it sucks because the hard part about education is you're working with kids and you know the impact. When you're aware of the impact that you're having on kids and you're intentional about that. And you're, it brought me to like, am I really in here for the money? Do I also know my value? But then I also don't want to create that instability for my students who want to see me there every day. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, that's where I've been at. I've been weirdly optimistic, but I, like I said earlier, I'm also in the land of opportunity right now yeah. as well. So it's just like, for me, being in the education space, you're just like, ooh, like, am I going to keep making money? Or are they just going to give me busy work to pay me for two weeks and force me to go on unemployment? And I feel like two things can exist in the same space. Mm-hmm. Like a job can be rewarding and it can also be like, okay, I need this to survive. Right. Because that's what many of us go to work to do. Um, and or like we need benefits, we need health insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to survive. So I think it is okay for you to acknowledge both of those things. Yeah. And I think you I'm still lucky I mean? because I'm also somebody who works in their purpose. Like, I know I want to be in a space of mentorship. I know I want to make mm-hmm. sure uh, black and brown kids have a good experience. So I know I can still touch them with the stuff outside of, like, my my freelance world. But knowing that I'm, like, with them every day, that's the part that I'm just like, this fills my personal soul, too. Yeah. I would do that for And free. that part is missing. Yeah. Obviously. The financial part is. So. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's hard, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm what you consider introvert extrovert Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of loving this (laughs) because i do this anyway (laughs) where i have my moments where i'm just like quarantined into house to myself and you know i'm just um spending time with my dog i love to be home and um i've needed that especially over this last year I've definitely, I've definitely needed those moments, and I have a lot of responsibilities outside of work, and, you know, I take tennis very seriously, so I consider that to be a responsibility, not a hobby, so for me, this time, I don't know, I've just been kind of observant, (laughs) I've been really, like, to me, it's been really interesting to see how people are communicating how things have changed. I'm a little worried though too, because the grocery stores are empty. I know parents are struggling with um, either not working and or also, you know, having children, their children at home 24 seven and they're not used to that and they're not set up for that as well. Um, I understand that a lot of kids go to school to be safe. A lot of kids, that's their only breakfast and, and lunch that they may get in a day. So these things, I, I definitely understand and acknowledge that it's kind of like reverberating through the community and mm-hmm. it's impacting people in different ways and some and some not very good. So again, you know, I'm hung up on us sticking together and 
I think this is as hard as it is. Is this teaching us a lesson? I've gone through some stuff over this past few, over this past year, and I can definitely say, you know, even in the most terrible situations, there's a lesson. There's something that's kind of like knocking on your door, saying, "Look, pay attention." Even in this, you know, there's something for us to learn. There's mm-hmm. something for us to gather from this. Yeah. You know, we are being forced to interact with each other in a different way. Um, you know, things are changing. I think, what was it, Italy? Their water is like clear, clear now because people have to sit the fuck down somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, we consume, 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 consume. We are irresponsible. As as a as world as as a as a society as a world, we don't treat our planet the way that it should be treated. We don't take care of it, and we don't do that with our animals. And I'm not saying that this is all because of that, but I'm just I saying eat my that. Bacon every morning, I'm not gonna hold. What'd you say? I said I eat my bacon every morning. You eat your bacon every morning. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about responsibility and accountability, and I mm-hmm. think just as a society, we consume so much without any regard to what we're consuming, where it comes from, the labor that goes into it, what's being destroyed in the process of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we have animals that are dying. I mean, this situation has completely smoked out what happened in Australia. Like, Mm -hmm. that was was monumental. I mean, that was, that was crazy. And it's just like, things happen and, 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 you know, through throughout history, it happens time and time again. These these major things happen, and it's the and then it's the headline. It's mainstream for a few weeks, and then the next major thing happens, and you forget about the last major thing that happened. Okay. You know, and it's been twenty twenty. Each month we got a new thing. It's a new thing. <laughs> World War Three, Kobe, you know? so Corona. I think this is a time for us to continue to lean on each other, but let's pay attention, y'all. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's sit still. Uh, a friend of mine was just like, I, I just can't. I'm tired of sitting in the house. I just need to get out. I need to do something. I said, why don't you just sit down? Like, you, just relax. Sorry, that's the last thing I would want to <laughs> hear. I ain't even going to hold. I'm, I'm and here. I feel you. And I'm, I'm, and I'm, but I'm just that type of guy to say that yeah. shit. Like, I'm just like, this is just a time. I said, you're used to ripping and running. Yeah. And you're going to do that again when this shit is all over with anyway. So why not just relax? Yeah. And, and, and it is okay to sit with ourselves. I think what it is, too, is that so many of us are, not saying you, but so many of us are uncomfortable with just being with ourselves. Being in a room with ourselves. Yeah. You know? I think this just is a time for us to breathe. Yeah. I Take mean, a moment. It's been interesting because it's, like, been having me, like, realize. I always say I have control issues, but I don't like feeling like I'm trapped. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now. So like, it's like a test. It's like a challenge for you right now. It is. It's a challenge for me. I know yeah. a lot of people are like throwing right people. now and they're just like, I like my space. I like this. But for me, um, <laughs> right. Sterling's like, way, way <laughs> <thank you. laughs> um, But for me, I'm just like, I don't like being, seeing the same thing. I feel like a freaking hamster on a wheel yeah. or a goldfish just going around and saying, ooh, look, ooh, ooh, look, ooh, look. I don't got time for that. <laughs> Um, so for me, I, I'm experiencing myself again, but I'm also somebody who has to experience outside of what I'm comfortable with. 
Um, and maybe me being by myself is also like that uncomfortable. That's outside of you being comfortable. Right. Um, but I do love being able to say like, I can do my, I can do, I don't like saying work from home cause I don't operate from a work from home mentality cause I get lazy there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so working remotely puts me in a different kind of mindset so I can go anywhere. But right now it's literally like, no, I'm in my house. I'm doing this because any of the co-working spaces that I do go to. It's funny you said that. Let me tell you how this morning I woke up like, what time is it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) and 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 I'm hung up on all of us, and I'm so thankful for you guys stopping in to the Hung Up Podcast. Where can we find you? Oh yeah, find me on IG at Sterlyg. S S T E R L Y G. Uh, Twitter Sterly underscore G because that guy won't give up my name. But uh, yeah, I'll see you there. Dickhead. <laughs> give up the name, man. You're not worthy. Last active 2011. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keys. Yep. Where uh, can they find you? You can find me on every social media platform at Marquise Davon. M A R Q U I S E D A V O N. All right. Yeah. Well, that's all, folks. One of my favorite, like, it was the Looney Tunes. Yeah, 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 that? yeah, that's, that's all, folks. <laughs> what? Stop playing. All right, you guys are awesome. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. If you listen to the whole episode, you're a real one. <laughs> Be sure to follow the show on all podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and rate and review the show. And also support my homies, Sterling and Marquise. Thank you guys so much for dropping into the show. You can send your listener feedback to hunguppod at gmail.com. That's H-U-N-G. U-P-P-O-D at gmail.com I'd also appreciate it if you shared the episode with someone you know. We're all on lockdown right now, so somebody else may enjoy it. You guys be safe out there. Until next time, peace.